This is In the Know for Friday, October 28th, the 301st day of 2022. There are 64 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Get you ready for a big weekend. I guess it's Halloween weekend. We'll have uh, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. I kind of feel like we gave people bad information earlier this week when we were talking about uh, doing your jack-o'-lanterns and cutting them open from the bottom. Okay. The ones around our house that were cut from the bottom, they don't look very good at all. Do you agree with that? Um, but neither does the one that was cut from the okay. top. So it's not, so it really doesn't have anything to do with that. I don't think I so. just noticed it seemed like the ones that were cut from the bottom were good for a day or so, but then maybe they, yeah, they uh, all look yeah, like just, uh, so yeah, do you think it's just been, you got any explanation as to why? I, I don't really, um, sometimes I coat them. These I did not, okay. um, I, they were also smaller pumpkins and because there were so many designs carved in them. They yeah. didn't have a lot of structure left. Uh, I see. Okay. So this kind so of they just kind of wilted into themselves. They will still make good alligator food, though. There's a, the Gatorland theme park and wildlife preserve in Florida shared video of its alligators already getting into the Halloween spirit by chomping down <laughs> on pumpkins. So we talk about feeding pumpkins to the deer or the other critters. In Florida, the, the gators actually get the pumpkins. So is okay. That, that okay with you? It is. I'm yeah. actually taking ours to... Uh, May May, which is Jocelyn's calf. Yeah. So cows so. like them too. Cows love them. I didn't realize them. they were so mm-hmm. popular. All right. So long as uh, all some of God's creatures get the get the, get the pumpkin uh, remains, then we're happy. He's a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe: London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Munfordville. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm a little disappointed. Why are you disappointed? I didn't make it to the band send-off this morning. The timing didn't work out. Oh, was that this morning? Yeah, it was at 8 o'clock today, and uh, they were leaving. They're, they're, they're on their way. Speaking of the band, they're on their way to Nelson County for rehearsal uh, this morning before going on to Richmond, and then where they'll be competing this weekend. This is their performance from Friday night. Uh, this is the marching band doing uh, Cold as Ice. And you can see it for yourself on our YouTube channel if you want to go rah-rah and get all ready for the uh, marching band. It's also great to see Jackson Kane in the middle of that formation wearing his football uniform. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's we, cool. We had a tight shot of him, too. He, he was, I mean, just drenched in sweat because he had just, I mean... Sure. Three minutes prior to this video being shot, was just on the field playing football. But it made me wonder, you know, he had to change foot gear. You know, like he had to get out of cleats and get into I don't know that he did. No, he didn't? I don't know that he Marching did. Marching cleats? I mean, he, because I saw he, there's, we have at the end of the, it, the video's not in here, but we have it to where he's 
when they end, he's looking around. Clearly one of the, I guess, maybe one of the younger saxophone players' job was to take his saxophone. He was just holding his saxophone like, okay, uh-huh. somebody come get this. Cause yeah, I gotta, That's what we used to say. That's what we used to say. You couldn't carry my horn. Uh-huh. You know, in the football locker room, they say, you couldn't carry my jock. But in band, we uh-huh. say, you couldn't carry my horn. Uh-huh. Here they go. They perform early tomorrow. And then finals will be tomorrow night at Roy Kidd Stadium. And I certainly hope this bunch of young people are there. A little drum break. (laughs) All right, so we better get on to other things. It's going to be a beautiful uh, weekend for that. And um, wish them the best of luck. Again, they're traveling this morning, so uh, travel mercies for them and prayers for a safe trip there and back. And hopefully they uh, they make history tomorrow and get into... Uh, do very well. They got a great. They got a great show. Uh, let's go. Let's get through the forecast for today, and uh, really not just today, but for the weekend. We're going to see warmer temperatures arriving to start the weekend. wasn't cold as cold this morning as it was yesterday morning. Rain moves in on Sunday, so between now and Sunday, and the rain chances for Sunday have even increased slightly. We get a ninety percent chance of rain. Partly cloudy, sixty nine today. Mostly cloudy, forty four tonight. 73 under increasing clouds tomorrow, but then uh, 4 in 10 chance of rain on Monday for Halloween. Then highs in the 70s next week and enjoy your last week of daylight saving time next week. We will change clocks next Saturday night, not this Saturday night, so just be prepared. The weekly drought monitor is out, and the drought conditions are worsening across Kentucky Continued dry weather has led to an expansion of both the area of severity of, of severity of drought conditions in Kentucky. The eastern half of Pike County is the only area of the state not experiencing any drought conditions. Much of eastern Kentucky, about 17%, is considered abnormally dry. The area in moderate drought, D1, has shrunk from uh, 59% to 43%, but that's because of deepening drought conditions elsewhere. Severe drought conditions have expanded to about 37%, from 10 to 37%. And extreme drought, if you get down around Fulton, Jackson, that area is down around the Mississippi, um, where, where the convergence of the Ohio into the Mississippi, things are really dry. In fact, I was seeing a national report yesterday. Right before we went to St. Louis, the first weekend in August, they had a huge amount of rain the weekend before that led to flooding in that area. And they basically haven't had any rain since there are portions of the Mississippi that look like a desert Mm -hmm. because the water is so low that the, the navigable navigable waters of the Mississippi are getting even smaller. And they're just, they're dredging 24 seven trying to keep a shipping channel open in some areas. The Mississippi is only nine feet deep that they're trying to ship through. Oh, wow. I mean, that's hard to believe. There's swimming pools deeper than that. That's absolutely right. Uh, speaking of water, if you're on Holly Hill Lane in Litchfield, you're under a boil water advisory. At least you were as of earlier this morning. I presume it is still, um, that still remains. A Caneyville man, we had topsy-turvy. We had topsy-turvy law enforcement uh, this week. I'll tell you why. A Caneyville man with a felony record has been arrested in Ohio County on theft charges. 25-year-old Stephen Embry was arrested and charged with receiving stolen property and possession of burglary tools. He was lodged in the Ohio County Detention Center. Then in a 
story with a similar headline. A Caneyville man wanted in Ohio County was arrested by Grayson County deputies, and that was a 29-year-old David Walling on failure to appear warrant from Ohio County. He was arrested and originally lodged at the detention center, but then was, I think, transferred back to Ohio County. So two Caneyville men, one going east, one going west. There should be some famous literature or something that ties into that. Two people have been arrested in Barron County after being found with methamphetamine in a hotel room with an infant. The Cave City Police Department responded to a report of a domestic disturbance at the Holiday Motel on North Dixie Avenue. They made contact with 33-year-old Julie Ellis and 47-year-old Benjamin Cullen of Barron County. An infant was also in the room. During a search, they located methamphetamine and other paraphernalia. They were taken into custody, and uh, I believe it goes on to say here that obviously the child was, you know, provided safety. And whew, sad story. UPS Supply Chain Log- uh, Solutions Inc. plans to expand into new locations and create. 435 jobs in Jefferson and Bullitt counties. The new facilities will increase the supply chain with the healthcare sector, according to Governor Bashir. The company plans for a 1 million square foot facility in Louisville that will create 315 high wage jobs and a 1 million square foot facility in Bullitt County that will create 120 jobs. The exact locations haven't yet been determined. UPS is the largest employer in Metro Louisville with more than 25,000 workers in air, ground, and supply chain operations. I have a... Uh, I've, I've been carrying a secret. It's, well, it's not a secret. I've told... I told, uh, I told the tallest banker you know. Mm-hmm. And I actually told Whitney... Uh, mm-hmm. Carmen, because she does nerdy so, things like this. So only guest co-hosts get to know? Well, the real hosts are getting ready to find out. Okay. Uh, it It is widely known that I'm a bit nerdy. <laughs> a bit? At least a bit nerdy. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't estimate everybody else's level of nerdy. I just know that I am some levels of nerdy. Fair to say? Oh, yeah. The last two Friday nights... While I've been watching Cougar football on the big screen, mm-hmm. it's been so pleasant out on the patio that I have been out on the patio and on my iPad, I have been watching my flight radar app. Mm-hmm. And on my phone, I've been listening to the Louisville air traffic control traffic of mm-hmm. planes arriving and departing from Louisville. And most of them are UPS traffic. Mm-hmm especially that time of the evening where they're all lining up. Now, I realize, see, so when I hear about UPS and traffic in and out of Louisville, that reminds me that, is this an indicator that I'm old? Like that my level of enjoyment includes just watching radar and seeing planes on it? I would say so, especially when you could be watching Cougar football intently instead. I've got, it's, it's part of the calculus, Sam. Uh-huh. I mean, I could uh-huh. I could just turn well, it off I and do, focus do, fully on my flight radar. I do appreciate. Obviously, you can't hear our broadcast. Hear it, so that's probably a good thing. I didn't say that it was. I didn't say that it was turned all the way down. I just said that it was well, on over there, and I'm the, the air traffic. <laughs> the air traffic isn't constant, but I enjoy hearing those air traffic controllers telling the pilots where to go, what what how to vector, and what what elevation or what altitude to come to, I, I enjoy it. It is a little bit of a sign. You haven't heard anything from her. So that usually no, that's, she must be just completely distracted or completely disappointed. 
yes, I am distracted. Okay. I'm I'm working on a project for the alliance. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Well, I mean, you were the one that I was disclosing this information to more than any other person. But I guess you're probably also not surprised because you know how nerdy I actually am. I do know how nerdy you are. So, so yeah, that's an exciting, exciting evening. And the other thing is the weather, the weather won't be conducive to that for very much longer. Be a little brisk tonight. The last Friday nights have been, the last two Friday nights have been very pleasant. And so it could just be, be a little brisk tonight. Yes, it I, could be a little I, brisk. Governor Bashir is uh, has renewed his push for higher teacher salaries and state funded preschool for four year olds, offering a response to statewide test scores showing setbacks among students caused by the COVID nineteen pandemic. Yes, I would say so. Uh, flanked by state education leaders, the governor urged the legislature to reopen the state budget next year to pump more money into public schools. He said his proposals are intended to overcome teacher shortages, better prepare preschoolers for kindergarten, and help students catch up and thrive. The University of Kentucky Board of Trustees on Thursday approved proceeding with plans later this year for Ashland-based King's Daughters Health System to become part of UK healthcare after working together for the last 18 months as a member of the uh, members of Royal Blue Health leaders of both King's Daughters and UK said they believe the next step will significantly expand health services offered to communities while positively driving the economic engine in the region through investments in people and infrastructure so UK healthcare getting larger i was surprised UK healthcare has a presence in Bowling Green yeah I didn't. Uh, it was, it's odd to see because they have a partnership with Western. Yeah, it's odd to see exactly. It's odd to see UK on Western's campus. Yeah, it's you know it's prob- probably about five or six years ago that started because they now they're one of their doctorates of like physical therapy is partnered with UK or or something like that. Gotcha. All right. I mean, it, it, and UK is a partnership with the Med Center. Western, yeah, Western is not of a size where it can really undertake its own medical arts mm-hmm. program at the level like other people are further down the road and so it makes sense to form alliances or build bridges to those who are further down the road so you have other options for people but you keep them within the 42101 and yeah, you, you know you, continuing their education you have to bond that bridge so to speak you have to bond that bridge so to speak more fake driver's licenses which can't be used for criminal activity or fraud continue to be found by US Customs and Border Protection at uh, Express Consignment Operations Hub across the nation including Louisville Tuesday they detained two shipments that were arriving from Hong Kong the contents were described as postcard and postcard box Officers inspected the shipments and found 2,857 wow. counterfeit state driver's licenses in one shipment and 1,565 fakes in the second shipment. This is the third time in 10 days they found similar shipments. Uh, I also have been watching um, on the on Smithsonian how to stop a smuggler. There's something about watching the the people that they pull people off the aircraft when they they land in a country and going through all their luggage there's something about it that and when they do that no no i don't have any contraband on me (laughs) are you sure about that no really uh, well what's this oh that's not mine that's that's somebody Mm giving me that to hold that's that's not mine i promise you could you could probably film one of those in a hotel 360 here locally oh yeah absolutely 
Yeah, without a doubt. They could form their own little... You got some meth in a weird spot there. Oh, it's not mine. (laughs) (laughs) How did it get there? I sat down funny. Oh, my. (laughs) Oops. Uh, (laughs) Where were your clothes when that happened? (laughs) Coetta County, Georgia investigators have arrested eight people tied to a theft ring. One suspected burglar, Gerald Bennett, left behind a trail of Milky Way wrappers in the woods that led investigators straight to his house. So this group, he and his fellow burglars, you talk about a modern-day Hansel and Gretel. They were leaving. They decided they would... Dumb uh, criminal. Yeah. They, they, they were stealing all kinds of stuff from these. They were going through the woods and burglarizing homes, but then they were leaving candy wrappers... As they went. Uh-huh. So not only are they thieves and dumb thieves, they're litter bugs to boot. Uh-huh. We don't like litter bugs. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today is Frankenstein, Frankenstein Friday. If I can say it, maybe we can observe it. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> Big Daddy to you. It's Wild Foods Day today. It is Statue of Liberty Dedication Day today. Did you all hear the clip of John Fetterman trying to say Statue of Liberty yesterday? No. It's like Liberty, the, the statute, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty statute is what he said. And it is uh, National Chocolate Day today. Yeah. Tomorrow is Oatmeal Day, so put some oatmeal or at least some cocoa with some oatmeal and you get some <laughs> no-bake cookies, which we have torn through oh this Oh, my goodness. It is ridiculous. It is candy corn day to uh, on Sunday. It's checklist day on Sunday, and it's buy a donut day on Sunday. Maybe some parlor hmm. small batch donuts maybe will be on, on tap <laughs> for out, the weekend. Yeah, I've brought that up a few times over the last month just to double check and check in with her, and she says no. She didn't, she didn't like those donuts. Uh, tonight is week, well, it's, uh, the 10th game of the season. Week 11, technically. Technically week 11 when you build in the bye, but it's the 10th game of the season for most of the area football teams, including the Grayson County Cougars, who will be on the road to Hart County to face the Raiders. Yeah, Hart County Raiders mm-hmm. down in um, down in Munfordville area. And uh, the Cougars coming off of a uh, not surprising loss. Lost to Owensboro on Friday night, came in, and uh, the Red Devils were victorious and kind of shaped up. So it's um, the I know who we're playing, but the complete playoff picture already decided now. Like, is it locked in? There's a few games across. There's a few games across the state, but like Grayson County's pod has been finalized. You have Owensboro against Christian County, and then uh, Greenwood, Grayson, South Warren, Graves. And uh, now I'm forgetting Bowling Green, Ohio County. So the, that's like the Grayson County pod. If Grayson County next week would beat Greenwood, they would be facing the winner of Owensboro Christian County. Gotcha. But we know Grayson County is at Greenwood next Friday night, Correct. regardless no matter, of what happens yeah, tonight. If if, uh, if one team wins by three million tonight, then it doesn't matter. Grayson's still playing. Yeah, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't uh-huh. change. Owensboro look as good as you expected them to when you saw them last Friday? Yeah, but they made a lot of penalties. Uh, a lot of really uh, just silly mistakes, which I'm sure their coach, it was one of those things that they won 55 to nothing, but I'm sure he was like, come on, guy. Like, he was probably as disappointed in a 55 to nothing win in their eyes as they could have been because, listen, I mean, 
he can he can have those mistakes against Grayson County or against some of these other county schools. But you do that against Bowling Green, you do that against Frederick Douglass, you do that against, you know, insert elite team in the state of Kentucky. Your season's over. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're over. Uh, Hart County obviously getting some love in their poll. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, of course, uh, last season, I uh, think they won their first meeting over Grayson County, right? Correct. Is it like Correct. five and one? Is this their seventh meeting? It is the seventh meeting. It is Grayson County up five to one. But as you mentioned, Hart County did win last year for the first time, 20 to seven. That game, though, was was close because it was 13 to seven. Uh, and Grayson County had the ball. Kaylor, I hope you're not listening right now as my partner. He, uh, There was a pick six thrown as the Cougars had a chance to drive down and win the game or tie or, or something, and there was a pick six thrown. Sorry, Kaylor. Yeah. Well, and and obviously Hart County is building upon being better last year than previous years because mm-hmm. they're getting some votes for – they're getting votes in the top ten. They're not actually in the top ten, are they? They are tenth. They are tenth. Six and five last year. This year, though, they're seven and two. Uh, which is if they win tonight, it's their most win since I've been able to find. Has seven wins they've only done once in, in recent history. Uh, at least the KHSA just goes back to 1998. But it's, uh, I mean, they're having a really good year. They're going to run the ball a lot. That's their successful. And the, the issue, the issue for Grayson County is it's not like they have one running back. They've got about five guys that'll take the ball and run at any time because they run the wing tee. It's all about misdirection. They're going to run a lot of substitutions in and out. It's a tough offense to slow down. Gotcha. So run by committee uh, uh-huh. with five different yeah, backs. Yeah, Crump, Rex Road, Bradley, just to name a few that are all really talented uh, running backs. Plus, you go on the road. I presume you know senior night for them, and they're and know, homecoming they're be, and homecoming, and so you and you know Halloween weekend. You boil it all into one, and they should be you know should be fired up. So Grayson County really kind of in the role of spoiler. You know, yeah, they're going there and kind of ru- ruin their night. Hart County, I mean, they potentially could have a little bit in there of looking ahead as well. They get to host their first home playoff game since I, I was Forever. able to find a, as well. Yeah. Uh, as they play next week, Trigg County in the first round of the playoffs. So that that's them looking forward to. But Grayson, I think this is a good thing. And Kaylor and I talked about this after the game on Friday night as well. Is you want to, I mean, obviously you want to win any week. That, that goes without saying. But getting a win before going into the playoffs is a really good thing to try and get that taste of victory back into the mouth mm-hmm. before you go into a game next week against Greenwood. And Greenwood's a really good team. Yeah. Uh, coverage at 6.30 tonight. Locker Kick is show. at 7. Correct. And got a Cougar conversation tonight at halftime. Yeah, we're going to stick on the hard, hardwood. We're going to talk uh, girls basketball tonight. So we got a, good. got a good conversation. So we let off the show by talking about band being a state competition tomorrow. They'll perform tomorrow morning in prelims, and then finals would be tomorrow evening. The cross-country program also competing at state tomorrow. Yeah, both boys and girls are competing in the KHC state championship tomorrow afternoon. Uh, if my memory is right, I think it's the boys running at three, the girls running at four, and all of that happens at the Bourbon County cross-country course, which is just outside of Paris. They're in Kentucky, not oui. not Paris, France. Oui, oui, Paris. Uh, and I know that the Cougars have uh, some some high expectations. I think that they're really hoping that they can can do really well coming up on on uh, Saturday. So ho- hopefully that they can. I mean, it, it, hopefully that that area of the state can be dominated by band and cross country coming up tomorrow. By the way, before we kind of move on, I, I hadn't mentioned it during the show. You'll have an opportunity to see uh, Mr. Spirits' video. That he released this week. I did. Yeah. The, the with his birthday. Yeah. I did. And blowing out the candles. And, I did. And he got an opportunity <laughs> to offer thanks 
you know, to, and he, when he, so he was thinking back to seeing the video of his birthday tribute from the Twin Lakes Marching Classic a couple of weeks ago. And so when I saw it, it kind of made my week because I thought, well, if you get a direct shout out from Mr. Spirit, mm-hmm. right, if you get named, you know, because he, he called me by name and then he mentioned all the band kids, he said, even though he knew it was everybody at the marching classic that was wishing him a happy birthday. So anyway, I just I was I was really thrilled to see the impression that it left upon him. And it was also good to see and hear him. And so we, um, you know, pray for a continued speedy recovery for him. He had a hard time with all those candles. For a while, I thought they were tricking him with the I candles. Thought, I thought so, too. And it would, by the way, I wouldn't put it past him mm-hmm. because, you know, they're, they're, they're funny people. So I thought it was – so anyway, it's, it was good. And I, did, I didn't mention it because I didn't want to raise a whole lot of awareness to it. But I will tell you, it did make me feel good that he knew, you know, what, what we had done for him. So anyway, best of luck tomorrow to all the kids that are uh, performing – competing, everything they're involved in tomorrow. And then don't forget Cougar football tonight across the various channels of K105. Yesterday, I told you how your most favorite Halloween candies got their names. Mm -hmm. Today, I want to give you a list of least popular Halloween treats, ones you don't hear very much about. Almond Joy. Uh, Mounds. You take that back. Almond Joy is great. The, no, at does. the top of my list, and this might be my list that I made. This might not be real candy. Oh. Poisonettes. Oh. Well, you you didn't rather, like Raisinettes. I was going to say, I'd almost rather have them than You'd the Raisinettes. You'd rather have Poisonettes. Good and sweaty. <laughs> I don't mind good and plenty. How do you feel about good and sweaty, though? I'll take the good and plenty over that, yeah. We learned yesterday that a klutz won a contest to name that candy bar that Bart Simpson loves so much. I prefer the middle finger oh, <laughs> instead, yeah. of, instead of the instead of the, the butter finger. That's pretty good. Give it up there. <laughs> I'll have a I'll have a middle finger. <laughs> Keep your hands off my little finger. Uh, middle finger. Bit of squirrel. Oh, dear. Oh. I kind of want that one far away. <laughs> Lice crispy treats. <laughs> Gosh, you're even like the same shape. Oh, hush up. Oh, my goodness. Same color even. Shut up, the, Sam. They might be raisinets. Malted meatballs. I do like malted milk balls. I like the Whoppers. That one at least doesn't. Candy like- and burger. Sound completely horrible. How about Tootsie Roids? Well, I don't know. That somehow sounds gross, but not sure exactly what it means. Over the last 48 hours, I've been seeing, I've been inundated across the social media platforms with these new memes, <laughs> these Halloween <laughs> costumes, spirit, spirit Halloween. I haven't been in a spirit Halloween store in a long time. But I do recall the last time I was there, all their packaging pretty much looks the same. You've got your cardboard, you got mm-hmm. your cardboard slide or piece that they put in the front of your plastic pouch, and it just describes what is what is in the Halloween costume. And so there have been a lot of great memes of people 
Like I, I laughed at the one about Kyle Bush, and I don't like Kyle Bush, uh-huh. but I saw where they made one about it. So they're kind of self-deprecating, and I think that's what really mm-hmm. makes me enjoy them is that you you can create so, yours so and then you put it out what's there. What's your costume? Oh, I have. I didn't even spend time on self. I just, but I just thought, wow, this has really caught on in a short period of time. Would, aren't you seeing them? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. and, and I've I'm I've, en- I've enjoyed them. I like the one I showed you in the break. That one made me chuckle. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of our friends that comes on air occasionally, he made one for one of his friends. I, I laughed out loud at that one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just uh, I've had I've enjoyed the last because it's just been all of a sudden. Like I, it hasn't. It didn't. They didn't start a week ago, and you mm-hmm. saw a few. It's just all of a sudden they're there, and I kind of like when. Things like that happen. Now, I'll be ready for it to be gone forthwith as well. I don't, you know, we don't need to spend the next three weeks doing these things, um, at least as far as I'm concerned. And then this is the segment when we also kind of like to keep you up to date on the latest food trends. Dippin' Dot is welcoming back spookies and cream, not just cookies and cream, but spookies and cream. It is the orange dipping dots with i presume oreo cookies no. the cookie part not the cream part has alaya been introduced to the dipping dots she will not touch them really because she's being raised right she knows that this is a fraud this is the ice cream of the future no it's she not will this not. is a kentucky company no, she i'm fine with not. it being a kentucky company mm-hmm. but it's not the ice cream of the future if what's, it were the ice cream of the future we wouldn't have it what's wrong with the dipping dots it's not I the like ice them cream of the personally future. I, I, I actually enjoy them. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I had it, but if you came in here and said, here's some Dippin' Dots, I wouldn't say no. Orange-colored sweet vanilla beaded ice cream no, with I don't Oreo cookie pieces. Also, it looks like uh, Tennessee's football uniforms uh-huh. that they're wearing tomorrow night. Uh-huh. It's almost exactly the We're, colors that they you know, look let's, like. Let's just say that that's Cincinnati Bengals instead. Okay. Even though it's a little more Tennessee orange than Cincinnati. Listen, I, just like you give yourself a nickname... You can't do that. I don't like the fact that Dippin' Dots proclaimed themselves the ice cream of the future. Is that the only reason you don't like them? That's exactly right. I just think it's a bogus claim because it says something that's going to happen in the future. Well, how do you explain yourself right now? You know, maybe it's a new alternative to something else. But no, you have I've, such strong opinions about they're, they're that's going to need to be in your spirit Halloween that's costume. That's exactly right. Yeah, poo-poo's, poo-poo's Dippin' Dots. you got to get to a break. We'll come back. We've got more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the Know. Did you know the word almost is the longest word in the English language with all of its letters in alphabetical order? Huh. Almost. Hmm. All right. Think about it. Yeah, they are all in order, but I didn't realize it was the longest. But it must mean there aren't any others with even with the similar letters. So that's what six so how many of them, how many have five letters, I wonder, that are all made me curious? Some weekend project for you. Okay. I No, I'm just going to call. I'm going to wait until the most inopportune times, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ring all of my English teachers from over the years and just, just you know, I'm just going to ask them. Mm, they're going to love that. I mean, they had all the answers, so I just assume they know that. The, who do you think I should start with? <laughs> you know, who should I, would I start. should I start with most recent and work my way back? Who was your most recent? 
Weekend movie premieres. I don't know. I probably don't know them anyways, do I? Weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, you know of this one. Okay. Weekend movie premieres. uh, Till is new in the cinema this weekend. The true story of Mamie Till Mobley's relentless pursuit of justice for her 14-year-old son, Emmett Till, uh, happened back in 1955, I think. Most of us are, well, most of us who've studied American history uh, know the significance of that event. But for younger folks, it might be helpful in kind of giving some idea of uh, that story. Pray for the devil, P-R-E-Y. I mean, you can can P-R-A-Y for the devil, too, because he needs it. But this is P-R-E-Y. And the Banshees... Of Anishirin, an R-rated comedy drama in limited release. Who, who are in these movies? Darling, uh, well, Colin Farrell, okay, Brendan Gleeson, and Carrie Condon are in that last one. Okay, the Devil movie, Foosball's the Devil, Bobby, Jacqueline Byers, Virginia Madsen, uh, Madsen, and Collins uh, Salmon. Is it still Salmon if it's a person's last name? I don't know. That's a good question. I would say so. I mean. Salmon? Yeah. I mean, most of the people I went to school with by that last name were called Salmon. But now most of the people I know would say Salmon. uh Uh-huh. And I'm going, I think it's it's Salmon. Uh Uh-huh. We don't say Salmon or swimming upstream. (laughs) Well, I had to learn some of the different uh, pronunciations of last names here when I moved here. Sure. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. Uh Uh-huh. It's really a test. It's how uh-huh. we figure out who's an insider uh-huh. and who's an outsider. They're they're almost like little traps. Yeah, I've learned. Uh, the, the, there's right the two big one. ones that I learned that, that carpet bagger that uh, came up, and I'm I'm glad I I got on top of them. It's a good thing. Well, the, and then and then the sooner you I always love you learn love like there was the bas- basketball football player Hunter Toms. Now I know that there are plenty of Toms, but I always enjoyed. It was always like the. The gift of going on the road of how they would say it. Oh, to hear them say tomes. Tomes. Mm-hmm. Tomes. Mm. It was always just very interesting for sure, how. Sure, sure. Uh, They're uh, all cousins of guys. Marissa Tomes. <laughs> uh, and then in that first movie until Whoopi Goldberg is in it, so I'm out. Uh, Danielle Deadweiler and Jalen Hall are in uh, Till as well. It did remind me, who do you think are the – how would we rate – the biggest scary movie villains ever. Who do you think is the the scariest villain ever? Jason. Uh, I mean, I'm, are we going on our own criteria? Yeah, so I mean, for you, me, it would be. It's not my favorite, but I think the scariest would be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Well, let's go how they rated from ten Chucky. from ten to one. Bo Sinclair from House of Wax was at 10 with a, a score of 6.29. Okay. Chucky was at 9 wow, from the Child's Play movies at 6.29. Ghostface from the Scream movies uh-huh. at 662. Creeper from the Jeepers Creepers movies uh-huh. at 678. At number 6, The Blob. At number 5, Mask Man from The Den. I don't know what that is. Ooh, I have another one I want to pick. Number four, Death Angels from A Quiet Place Movies. Kayako from The Grudge, Juon Movies. I don't know what that is. 
Number two, the American Werewolf. And number one, Michael Myers with a score of 8.71. I think there are some obvious. Freddy Krueger's not in there. Uh Jason's not in there. Well, so for me, when I'll rank the scariest in my head, it could actually happen. Pennywise is not in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Final Destination. um, Oh, I I like where you're going with that. So, So hang on to that thought for a minute because... My point to ponder may brush up against kind of what you're okay. what you're inferring there. So if you don't mind, hold on to that for uh, just a second. The latest Kanye information, Donda Academy goes out of business and then op- reopens all within the same day. At least that's what I read. Adele reveals her plans to get a university degree after her Las Vegas residency. She says, after Vegas, I really want to get a degree in English literature. She said, I think I'd be an English lit teacher. I got English teachers. So what maybe you can call her. <laughs> or what if Adele Gormley well, she, tutored Adele Adkins? Math is her background. I mean But when you get to be a fancy principal, you know everything uh-huh. about all uh, of you know true. everything about all of the subjects. Uh-huh. Especially Maybe maybe she could be Adele Atkins' 100-level uh-huh. English lit teacher, and then we could advance. Then she could move on to the Karen Taylors of the world or the Alicia Mayfields of the world or maybe even the uh, Carolyn Smiths of the world. So, see, start and then move, advance. I think it's a reasonable hypothesis. Prince Harry's new book is coming out next year. It has a cover and a name. It's called Spare, as in air and a spare. What I'm curious to know is do we have to read the Heirs book before we can read the Spares book? Yeah, I don't know that that's going to be at the top of my reading list. What's the protocol on that? I don't know. Do we have to defer to William? I don't know. All right. Agreement. Probably get (laughs) Sure. Uh Maybe get backstage passes out of the deal or something like that. That'd be all right. Shonda Rhimes no longer has a Grey's Anatomy ending planned uh, planned after changing it 15 times. Does this make you nervous or are you okay? I'm okay with it. I'm going to ride it out. However it works out Mm -hmm. is going to work out. And then don't forget Jack Harlow will host the SNL this weekend. Next weekend, Amy Schumer is the host and I think Steve Lacey. Is the musical guest. I don't know who Steve Lacey is. So I, yet again, have just saved myself about 10 minutes because I can just fast forward through that uh, portion of the show. I can watch the 90 minute show in about 38 minutes these days. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got my point to ponder. Got Pearl of Wisdom. Got Chart Toppers. And much more on the way. Hang around. You're only in the know. Favorite all time scary movie. Don't you know? Mine will always be the Friday the 13th series. Okay, but you were talking about a minute ago things that, like, some of the scariest maybe characters would be things that could really happen. Absolutely. Um, I've I've been terrified of the movie Flatliners for years. Okay. uh, Which is not really a scary movie. I love Hannibal Lecter, but, again, could happen. Yeah. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, based on a true story. Um, Yeah. Final Destination, do you know? I mean, I was afraid of log trucks prior to that movie, mm. but do you know why so many people are afraid of log trucks? I guess because of that, which yes. I have not seen. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, I thought it was because of Christmas Vacation. No. It's, <laughs> so, Final Destination, I mean, the, the movies, thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, the ones that could actually happen are the scariest to me. 
<laughs> I got you. Well, okay. So I need, I need, uh, I guess a, uh, I'll put this out to the jury. Can I say Green Mile? Green Mile written by Stephen King. I don't is know. It a, is Green Mile a scary movie? Uh-huh. That's what I'm asking. I don't think so. Yeah, See, I, I don't think so. I would not even have an answer for this. I yeah. don't. That's not a genre of movies that I'm. I even consider. Like the, I would have to go through so many genres before I'd get to let's watch a horror movie. Me either. But so that's uh-huh. why I'm saying though, if I'm forced to come up with an answer, uh-huh. what's your all-time favorite scary movie? Well, I, I mean, I, I don't like any of those I, Halloweens or Friday the Thirteenth or any of that. So I go uh, Green Mile. That uh-huh. count. The Tom Hanks movie. I don't think it counts. <laughs> right. I, I enjoyed a Woman in Black, I guess. That's Daniel Radcliffe. Harry Potter. It's not like it's great, but it, I mean, I, again, I don't, that is not a genre of movie that I. You can't tell me Percy uh-huh. in Green Mile is not scary. He's a scary individual. Mm-hmm. He was a little man and he was spiteful and uh-huh. he was scary. Uh-huh. I, I, no, I'm sorry. I just. What about? Can I just say, like a collective, you know, the Treehouse of Horror that the Simpsons puts on every year? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Those can are I say? Can I say David Pumpkin's Halloween special? I'm David Pumpkins, <laughs> the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Any oh, questions? So get ready to say that one. All right, on television tonight. Okay, then I don't have a favorite all-time scary movie if I'm not allowed to say Green Mile, and I realize it's a stretch. I'm just saying I don't really have a. I don't have a favorite. On television tonight, College Bowl, season two finale on NBC. That's the Manning Brothers, right? Or at least one of them. Peyton hosts that. I think so. Sure. On Hallmark, a cozy Christmas Inn. Strawberry Queen and Dennis going to be snuggling up tonight. Watching a cozy Christmas Inn on Hallmark. Tomorrow night, Jack Harlow hosts and performs on SNL. Uh, World Series tonight. Game two of World Series tomorrow night. Both those in Houston. Cougar, Cougar football tonight. That's the main. We'll I mean, get that's to what the he, end and we'll do that what, one. I mean, listen. Chris Angel's Magic thing. with the Stars on the CW tonight. The Walking Dead on Sunday. Celebrity Jeopardy on Sunday. Uh, Will Wheaton is one of the contestants on Celebrity Jeopardy. And on MGT, I don't know what that is. Something National Geographic? You would think, but oftentimes they just Something call that Matt me. Geo. Something bit me. In the butt talks. And Cougar football is at 6.30 tonight. That's locker room show. Kickoff at 7. Uh, well, you're not supposed to miss a minute, so no. 6.30 is 6.30. I mean, we'll have a great interview with, with Brian Jones. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, Katy Perry has extended her residency. Skunked again. April 15th. Are you kidding me? Nope, no, I'm kidding. I'll let you all know how my cakewalk turns out tonight. Are you going to a cakewalk? I think I will. Okay. Yeah, um... Fall festival, so that's right. I did. I I saw that pop through. I mm-hmm. hate that I'll be able to have to miss it. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> you don't. Oh yeah, you do. It'll still be going. It'll still it'll still be going when you get finished, Sam. I don't think so. I don't think so, Tim. Today's highlight in history: this date in 1922, fascism came to Italy as Benito Mussolini took control of the government. In 1726, the original edition of Gulliver's Travels, a satirical novel by Jonathan Swift, was first published in London. In 1886, the Statue of Liberty was dedicated in the New York Harbor. The Perfect Storm, what became known as the Perfect Storm, which the movie was based upon, that event happened this date in 1991. 
Facebook uh, CEO Mark Zuckerberg said his company was rebranding itself as Meta a year ago today. Have you all seen my new business partner, Elon Musk, today? No. I'm a little, Elon, Elon and I am a, a little worried. going to have a staff meeting later today. <laughs> a little worried about staff what he might meeting, do to Twitter. He, he He cleared house. He walked in. I know. That's what's Cleared worried. the CEO, got rid of a bunch of people. Listen, but not Elon, me. I, I'm still I, on board. I like I like Twitter. Don't don't ruin it. Oh, he's going to make it better. It's going to be better. Dennis Franz is seventy eight today. Very little faith. Bruce Jenner is seventy three today. Annie Potts is seventy today. Kentucky's own. Yeah, and she plays Meemaw on Young. I Sheldon. just love her. Uh-huh. Of course, from designing women all oh, the way to yes. Meemaw. Franklin. I mean, Franklin. She's from Franklin. That's what I thought. Bill Gates is sixty seven today. Lauren Holly is fifty nine. You might like might like Lauren Holly from various things, but my favorite Lauren Holly movie is Dumb and Dumber. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, without a doubt. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Cheryl Underwood is 59 today. Jamie Gertz is 57. Andy Richter is 56. Julia Roberts is 55 today. Wow. Brad Paisley is 50. Joaquin Phoenix is 48. And Frank Ocean is 35 today. That's a, that's a good birthday list right there. That is a pretty healthy birthday list. Let's see what's some Gone But Not Forgotten's. Dr. Jonas Salk was born in 1914. Polio vaccine, That's dude. That's right, yeah. Bowie Kuhn, who is the first commissioner of Major League Baseball that I remember, because who could forget a name like Bowie Kuhn? Charlie Daniels, born this date in 1936. He re- kicked old green teeth right in the knee. Speaking of, did did you did you get any further when you saw the uh, when you saw the bells? No, they tried to buy me off with by putting a Keurig in the press box. Well, they know they, <laughs> they know how to get to you. They, if only they'd had like a not too bad. If, if they'd had a, a diet coke fountain next to it, that'd been the only thing that would have with the good ice, right? A Keurig, a Keurig in the press box with Rice Krispie treats. And pork chop sandwiches. Oh, oh no, the, those were somewhere the else. But you had somebody that could go retrieve them. I had a runner. Uh-huh. She did a good. She did but a good job. We we had a in our booth that whoever I guess a judge might have been in the booth. He he very obviously partook in in all of the festivities because our garbage can was very much was a lot more full. By the last way, I know who the, the felties. It's the Felties. You blame it on them. Was that who it was in there? I know for a fact. 1947, Tex Williams was number one. I can't wait till somebody tells them we outed them. Because I I remember I walked in, I was like, well, somebody's been in our trash can. Tex Williams, smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Gotta have another cigarette. Thanks, Tex. Let's go to 1956. Bill Doggett, number one, with Honky Tonk, parts one and two. <laughs> they probably t- teach that a lot in beginner guitar classes. That can't be that hard to play. Says me, who can't play the guitar? Mm-hmm. I can play the bass. 1965, The Toys with a Lover's Concerto. We have a Senate power rankings. What are we? <laughs> uh, just like I, yeah. I just. 
In a street fight, I'm taking Fetterman over Oz. Oh, without like. But now in Jeopardy, Fetter- I'm taking Oz. Yeah. <laughs> Fetterman could break Oz in half. BTO. He ain't seen nothing yet. Number one in '74. I mean, for being honest, I'm not sure there's many politicians I'd take over Federer. He's a big guy. When they put him in a suit the other night, I thought, gosh, that's a lot of fabric. He's like, he's big as Alex Karras. And he's not really fat. I mean, he's no, just a, he's no, just a, he's not fat. Uh, he's 6'9", I think. 1983. We'll recall when they did... Kenny Rogers' retirement concert in Nashville. This was the closer. This was the this was the swan song. And let's go to 1992. Why, Nona? Did you get to me? No. Did you know that that's not their real last name? <laughs> uh, I heard all about it earlier this week. KSR. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I knew that. I did not. But I did love the person that called in. Of course he's right. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, Fallen. Alicia Keys, number one in 01. Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are, 12 years ago today. And Sean Mendez and Camilla Cabello, number one with Senorita, three years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, Beauty is whatever gives you joy. Beauty is whatever gives you joy. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.